Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building comic stories one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, we have an interview with Greg Schoen, creator of Ray Gun. Ray Gun is the story of Matthew Baker, who has lots of problems, a new school, bullies, and dealing with a father he barely knows. It's a lot for a 10-year-old to deal with, but when he stumbles upon Nikola Tesla's death ray, will it lead to his salvation or his destruction? This is Matt, and I'm joined by my pal Noah. Hey there. And also our special guest, Greg Schoen. Greg, why don't you uh, lead us off with a little bit of background about yourself and your comic? Yeah, sure. Um, first of all, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I love the show. Um, happy to be talking to you guys about the project. Um, so, yeah, like you said, Reagan is a, a story about uh, Matthew Baker. Uh, he's a 10-year-old kid who discovers Nikola Tesla's uh, fabled death ray and uh, sets out on a journey of self-discovery that will change the world forever. That's the pitch. That's the log line. Um, Reagan as a story, um, if you don't mind me telling you about the, kind of the genesis of it, it's kind of um, oh, please something do. to think about. Yeah. Basically, this, this is something that um, I started writing as a screenplay uh, when I w was in Vancouver uh, almost 10 years ago. And uh, I don't know what happened. I, you know, I, I had just married my wife and we lived right beside a library and I got on this Nikola Tesla kick. <laughs> like awesome. I just became fascinated with Tesla and, you know, I read multiple books on Tesla and I did as much research as I could. And, um, you know, near the end of his life, uh, he was kind of making these outlandish claims. Um, I'm going to provide power to the world, I'm going to, you know, I have, I've made a death ray that can shoot down a squadron of bombers. I'm going to end war. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I, and uh, I knew then there's a great story there. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I just needed to, what, what's, what's the story though? The ray gun is a great, you know, centerpiece for it, but what is the story? And I decided, um, well, who has it and what would be interesting. And to me, the most interesting thing is, um, give the gun to somebody you would never want to have <laughs> that, <laughs> that gun. And I couldn't think of anything better than a troubled 10 year old boy. Mm. Um, so I started writing the screenplay and I got about halfway through it. And it just occurred to me that this, this is a project that would never be made. Um, as you know, the, the story came along and I was writing it and I knew, you know, generally what was happening. I also realized that the budget was going to be like, this is a $30 million movie. I'm a nobody. <laughs> this is, a, this is going nowhere. Yeah. Um, and a key point about this too is, um, you know, I'm 44 years old now. And when I was 25, I, I told myself by the time I was 30, I was going to be a published comic writer. <laughs> mm. And Ray Gun was released uh, last week, so uh, just awesome. a, a heads up on how long that can take. But um, so I stowed it. Um, life went on. You know, I tried to work on a few comic projects, and as it's hard, it's it's hard to meet the right artist. It's hard to to get your work recognized. You know, I'd send pitches in, and you know, deny, deny. And then we moved to Japan, and I actually ended up um, reconnecting with an old friend of mine. Uh, named Igor Corday, uh, who I originally had met, geez, 
15 years ago um, at this point um, in Winnipeg, my hometown. And Igor at the time was living there while he was drawing the new X-Men um, written by Grant Morrison. And I had interviewed him originally for a uh, internet site called silverbulletcomicbooks.com, which I don't think is around anymore. Anyway, Igor and I had become friends and we fell out of touch. And when we moved to Japan, I had noticed that um, he had put a comic online with Darko McCann called Texas Kid My Bro, and they had a comment section. So I wrote on the comic session, Igor, it's Greg, what's up, man? And so he was like, oh my God, I haven't talked to you for so long. So he was, he's back in Croatia now, uh, working for Delcor and other European publishers. But anyway, we started talking and he said, do you have, are you writing? Are you doing something? And at the time I was, I was doing other things creatively. And I said, um, no, you know, I'm, I'm not. And he said, well, do you have any ideas? And I said, you know, I have this one idea called Ray Gun. And I explained exactly like I said to you, a 10-year-old kid finds the gun, goes on a journey. He said, that's amazing, man. Just write it. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to write it. So I, I spent, uh, you know, three months, uh, maybe more than three months, actually writing all six issues, which is typically how I write. I, I write an entire story. Um, and I sent it to him. And, you know, the guy's an amazing pro. He's, you know professor level of comic books if you want to think about it like that and uh, he he gave me re he's a harsh critic i'll tell you that right away <laughs> you know he'll, he'll he'll be like this is garbage this is good this is garbage <laughs> so you know i i took his criticism and um he was right on i made a few changes and uh, then i found my artist alonzo uh, alonzo molina who's an amazing artist um yeah. he's he's absolutely fantastic and we started working on it and um yeah, it, it took from 2014 or 2013 when we started production. Um, it's out, man, and I am so stoked. You know, I mean, this is a dream come true for me from when I was 25 years old saying, this is what I want to do. You know, this is creatively what I want to happen, and now it's out there, and I'm, I couldn't be more thrilled. Do you have all six issues done? Or is yeah, it just that's the, the, yeah. The, the book that was released, it's by Arcana Studios. Um, it was uh, released last week in the United States. Uh, contains all six issues. Um, oh, awesome. The first, yeah, the first four issues, uh, I was uh, using Alterna as a publisher. Mm -hmm. And uh, they published uh, the first four issues digitally. And then I ended my relationship with Alterna because I just was never happy with a digital release. I just, I just, um, I, I, to me, I'm an, I'm maybe I'm old school or whatever, but I believe, you know, a comic should be held. Those, those reveals should be, you know, used correctly. And I just don't find, I get the same feeling from a, a good comic by scrolling uh, through a tablet or on a phone that I get from having a physical copy and, and actually turning a page and boom, you know, seeing, yeah. seeing something. Oh, I definitely so agree with that. you there. Yeah. Yeah. So this is actually, you know, <clears throat> I ended the relationship with Alterna and we still had to do issues five and six. And I was, I, you know, it's a lot of money. I was, you know, I, if you look at the artwork, it's, it's, um, even though it's black and white, that was a creative choice. Um, mm -hmm. I, we actually wanted it black and white and the artwork is fantastic. We used Alonzo Molina actually did the pencils. Um, 
and the final inks and uh, a guy named uh, Paulo Rivera, he did the um, lettering and gray tones. Um, and the I, Paulo know, Rivera did the lettering? No, it's a different guy. These different guys Paulo are from... Rivera. I was yeah, about to these, say, I was like, both you got him Peruvian. as a letterer? Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but both of these guys are uh, from Peru, actually. But Alonzo okay, at the cool. time was living in America. But anyway, um, so I was, you know, it's cost a lot of money to have a comic done at a certain level. Um, mm. And after issue four and I ended the relationship with Alterna, I thought, you know, are we gonna do this? This is, you know, this is, is what it is. And my wife is such a champ. She said, we're making this and oh, nice. we're gonna have this done and we're gonna find another publisher. It's amazing. Um, you know, we never had a bad review and we're gonna do it. We started, we're gonna finish it. And God bless her because uh, we, I guess two years ago had moved back to Vancouver and I was working at the art Institute of Vancouver. Um, and just through a contact, um, I met, um, Sean O'Reilly, who's the CEO of Arcana studios and Arcana studios throughout the nineties and the early two thousands was a major, well, you know, you can call them indie, but they very prolific at publishing comic books, graphic novels, um, and that have slowly and surely moved into a really high-class animation studio. And I met Sean and had showed him the first four issues. And he said, yeah, we'll publish this. Like, wow. we, 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 we want to do this, but you need to have a, a finished project. And then what we're going to do is we're going to publish it as a, a book, the all six issues, the whole story. And then we're going to either produce it in-house as an animation series, or we're going to shop it to Netflix or Amazon or big studios. And we're going to see if we can get it made into a series or a movie, which is awesome, which is their end game to have the IP. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But for me, I'm just, I'm just delighted that it's published. It's, it's printed. People are buying it. And um, I'm, I'm just happy people can enjoy it. How I set out to make it. And you can tell your 30 year old self that you did it. So we yeah, did it. Yeah, man. Did. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's sort of that, uh, that Jack Kirby, uh, story where he, uh, he did fantastic four number one when he was, uh, when he was in his forties. So you, you have that, yes. you have that to look at. Yeah. Uh, so how did you, uh, find Al Alfonso for, for your artist? Uh, Alonzo. Uh, I'm sorry. And, and that's okay. Uh, I think it was um, DeviantArt. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I went looking for an artist and um, I had actually originally Igor uh, Corday had recommended an artist from Croatia and she actually uh, did the first couple pages and then had to drop out because she said, you know what, this is so intensive. My style is very, I, I just can't imagine finishing this project. So mm. um, then I found Alonzo and I knew he was the right guy when we, he said, send me a couple breakdowns of the characters and I'll send you sketches and let me know. And up until this point, like I had said, you know, I've been doing comic writing. I'm that guy, everybody, I'm that guy. You know, if you want to work in comics, and and you want to make comics i'm 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 with you i am i man i've pitched so many series out there i've worked with artists you know getting seven pages done i and like i said every pitch that i do i write the whole story you know i i write at least four or six issues because i like stories that begin 
an end, you know? Um, I can do a serial, but, you know, I had had the experience working with artists where I, you know, stuff doesn't gel sometimes, you know, and, and, and he sent back the sketches of Matthew and David and um, David is Matthew's father in the story. Mm -hmm. And they were, they, they were who I had been imagining for years in my mind. That's awesome. And it, isn't it? And it was just that, okay, yeah, that's it. Let's do it. (laughs) You know, take my money. And um, we have a great, we have a great relationship. Um, every page he, he would break down and send it to me. Is this what you're thinking? Is that what you're thinking? And 99% of the time I said, yeah, that's it. Just, yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm very that's lucky great. on these guys. Yeah. And then Paulo knew him. Now Alfonso and Paulo had they worked together prior yeah. to this project as well? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they knew each other and, um, uh, Alonzo knew that he needed somebody to do the lettering, um, mm-hmm. to get the pencils done on time. Um, and then the, the gray tones and in a black and white series, the page you're looking at right now, page three from issue one, if you notice the top, uh, the soldiers or mm-hmm. the, sorry, the mercenaries running through the warden cliff, um, research facility, those are gray tones, right? Um, so you, you have the inks to add the depth. Um, and then the gray tones are what's making all that shading kind of look so dynamic on the page. Yeah, I love that. And I love also he, I, I can tell they've worked together before because, he, you know, normally in a comic, the lettering, you know, good lettering doesn't stand out, you know, and I can say mm-hmm. that about this comic. Like it doesn't stand out. It really blends well with Alfonso's style. Yep. It's, it's, it's really great to see this, uh, this sort of um, uh, synergy of these yep. artists in play. Yeah. And also the letters, like uh, the, the thought balloons, there are several pages where they just flow perfectly around the artwork. It's like, it's almost like it was the artist making, doing the lettering himself, especially on page, uh, on page two, where the Nicola's dialogue is flowing around him in that top panel. He's just really yeah. impressed by that. Yeah, that's yeah that. I love it too. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, it's just a great, great team you got there. Yeah, thank you. I'm very lucky. Yeah. What were your comic inspirations when you were going for this? Like, this is a uh, all-ages comic. Were you looking at other all-ages comics for inspiration? I know you, you did a deep dive into Tesla, but were there other comic influences that you were looking at um, script-wise nope. when you are going into this? Um, nope. When it, when it comes to this, it's, it's all uh, my influences as a kid. So, I, I'm, mm. you know, I was very lucky to be raised in a time when movies were made for kids. Um, You know, we had Monster Squad, we had Space Camp, we had Cloak and Dagger, we had Flight of the Navigator, we had Goonies, we had Gremlins, we had all of these great things coming out specifically for kids. And the adults could enjoy them too, but it was in a kid's adventure. You know, Mm -hmm. it it was really propelled. And when it comes to Ray Gun, the, the influences on Ray Gun are, those movies uh, i wanted to to be able to give this generation that um i want anybody to be able to pick it up and i want men and women and kids of all ages to be able to read it and empathize mm-hmm. with the characters um and that's why one thing about Reagan that i really tried to do was make everything real yeah. everything possible mm-hmm. except for the ray gun so b- by entrenching 
the ray gun in absolute reality, what I've done is made the ray gun that much more special, right? So yeah. it, and that's something that I noticed about the movies um, that have influenced me as kids is that the, the world they live in is hyper-realistic and yeah. what has happened to them is very surreal. And the only way to get that dichotomy is to make everything, including situations and the people around the kid, um, absolutely real and play real, you know, um, come off as, as, as real people that have potentially you could meet any day. Uh, so for your, for your story process, did, uh, uh, did you have like, uh, the ending of issue six in mind and you were, you were working to it or were you sort of working to an end point with, with each individual issue? No, I had it all done. I, in okay. my mind, it was, I, I knew where I wanted to go and how, um, you know, things change, uh, mm -hmm. of course. And, you know, when you're breaking down what's going to be in, it, in each issue, but I knew the beats and I knew I wanted to get there. Um, but um, yeah, Reagan, I knew the begin. I knew the end of the story before I started writing. Um, and, that's, and that's generally what I do. Yeah. And that's, that's extremely, uh, extremely helpful uh, to sort of, gear the story to to get there mm -hmm. yeah i, I like agree that. and is this the first is this your first this is your first published comic yep. and have you done any other web comics nothing like that nope this is it this is the first one yeah it's um yeah yeah first one and um you know i have more in me but um i couldn't be happier to have this as a as a first project out there that's for sure that's great. Are you, um, are you at the point where you're thinking about your next pitch? Uh, yeah, I'm currently working on my next uh, series um, right now. Uh, you know, germination for ideas for me is weird. I'm, I, you know, probably you guys go through the same thing, but it's, I have a million ideas and each one seems like a home run until you start trying to, you know, put a little bit down on paper and then it, it peters out, right? It's like, wow. Yeah, yeah. So you put it to the back and then, Sometimes for me, I mean, the one I'm working on now, um, it's called The Thief, the Wizard, and the Warrior. Um, it's the germination for this idea started, I don't know, four years ago. And then I tried to, you know, well, yeah, but how does that work? Okay. And then I tried to work on another series. And, yeah. But elements of that series have come in and it's crystallized to the point now where I know my story and I can put it down on paper. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited about it. But you know, right now having a comic that just came out that, that people are, you know, enjoying is, is pretty damn nice. That has got to be nice. That's got to be nice. Is it the same um, artist for the cover as a, is it, is it Alfonso who did the cover as well? Or is that it is. Yeah. Artist? No, it's that's... the same. He did, he did the color and the, and the cover. Um, there's a cover uh, that's the one you're looking at right now is issue two but there is okay. a cover out there where we had a uh, guest colorist um, okay. and that's one of Matthew standing in what we call the suit um, in front of a character called Kurtz um, okay. and that yeah that's pretty fantastic yeah but uh, yeah, yeah Alonzo beautiful. did all the covers yeah that's awesome yeah and you can also tell Alonzo is an architect as well he started as a comic artist went to school became a certified architect and then has gone back to teaching art uh, in Peru. Um, so yeah, his layouts and, you know, again, he could present that hyper reality we needed by, you know, things look real. 
you know, the, yeah. the, the buildings look real, everything's set up. Oh, we I'm use, amazed. Yeah. The, the gas we, station on page four is what I'm most impressed by. Yeah. Like, oh, look at that detail. <laughs> so. Yeah. And you know, the, the thing is too, we used actual locations. Mm. We, we used only authentic quotes from Tesla government oh, wow. agencies. I researched, um, are used, um, you know, places in Afghanistan, the robotics that are used. Um, there's a little bit of Edison in there. Um, you know, we do kind of, yeah, we kind of do dip into uh, Edison and Tesla's rivalry a little bit. And, um, yeah, I, I did, I did the research, you know, um, I like that. It, everything that is told to Matthew, um, is, is actual. And I'm hoping it comes off as that way because then again, the ray gun seems that much more impressive and what he can do is, is that much more inspiring and kind of, you know, awful too sometimes. Yeah. And this place in California, what's your, is it, do you have history with this location or? No, I didn't. No? I, I just wanted him from, a, I, I just wanted him from a small town and I looked at a map and actually I had put that he's outside of a bus station in the script and Alonzo Google mapped it and he came back and he's like, there's no bus station there, man. <laughs> what, what do we do? What do we do? And I was like, oh, maybe there's a bus stop, you know, they'll pick him up. And he's like, okay, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's wow. awesome. uh, yeah. Does he work uh, traditionally or does he work uh, digitally? Mm, good question. He does the breakdowns in pencil and I think he probably uses a tablet or, you know, a computer to do the actual, the actual work. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see it's it's very smooth, but in a good way. Like it fits yeah. the story. Yeah. yeah. And um, so uh, with your research into Tesla, what what's your takeaway from him? Are you are you a fan, or are you do you have mixed feelings about him? Do you do you sort of see him as the greater inventor compared to Edison? Yeah, Edison. Yeah, but I mean, I don't hold anything against Edison. Edison was an amazing inventor, and even oh, yeah. better, he was an amazing businessman. Exactly. You know, mm -hmm. he 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 knew how to protect his his property, and and mm -hmm. Tesla was. I I I feel very sad for Nikola mm -hmm. Tesla yeah. because his his joy uh, seems to have been from creation, and yeah. his his mind um worked in a way that probably you know only a few people on earth have ever had that capacity to to do something like he did and and it destroyed him because he he didn't care enough or he didn't have the ability or aptitude to look at things from a business perspective really he did not mm -hmm. um as long as he was creating he thought that he was gonna continue and um yeah i i i i i you know, I, I love his story, but his story does not end well. You know, he married a pigeon pretty much and he had all these quirks and, uh, you know, he was basically used as a sideshow for the papers before he died. Right. Um, That's sad. but I think we do him well in this comic and I do, I do show that we respect what he did, um, especially in the later issues. Um, and, uh, you know, the thing to remember about Tesla is Tesla's end goal was to provide power for free uh, using the ionosphere to everybody in the world. That was, that was mm -hmm. his end goal was, mm -hmm. was that's why he was always doing his work was 
he wanted to die knowing that he had provided power for the world. Um, yeah, so that's that's something too to maybe remember when you read the the story. Um, is yeah, there's a reason why why the ray gun is here. That's amazing. I'm liking all the layers that are coming out here. Um, I have a <laughs> so the the I have a question about page one, and the, and it shows up a little bit. Is but the tower in the background was that written yep. into the script to look like um trying to remember what it was called but it was the, the he had a device like that where it was circular. no that's wardenclyfe yeah wardenclyfe that's, that's an actual location yeah yeah oh that's awesome yeah that's yeah so and great. the actual date um on the first page um is when wardenclyfe burned down wow and so, was it is this a conspiracy theory that it was the government that did it or was it definitely the government that maybe there there no there there are conspiracy theories that it was you know it was burned down it's probably just you know people weren't too careful with fire back then i think you know or something <laughs> everything was sure. burning down yeah yeah but uh yeah that that was that's straight from the script yeah that's awesome yeah love the detail so do you have any any uh thoughts on any like next steps like like a, a second uh second volume as as matthew uh uh grows in in age or or, or what or is this just uh, the only time you're gonna uh visit this idea no i have i have it the actual story is two more volumes awesome. and i i wanted it to be the first six issues the first volume volume uh, is its own self-contained story. This is it. If this is it for Reagan, it, it ends on a very mm -hmm. great note. But um, mm -hmm. I, I have it planned uh, for when Matthew is 17 up until he's 26. Oh, wow. Um, and he's 10 in this story. So okay. um, there, there could be more, but we'll see, you know, how, how, how it does. And um, I, I do get involved. And like I said, I, I will write a whole series to get something done. And, mm -hmm. um, that's a lot of time. Um, so, you know, I know, I know what can happen, but right now I'm, I'm kind of focusing on other things. That's awesome. And, and, and to, not to, to get too much into the, the, the future ideas, but, uh, uh, would there be other, other, uh, items from, uh, Tesla's, uh, inventory, uh, coming into play? Tesla? No. Uh, Oh, so there could be other inventors' inventions coming into play. Is what you're well, saying? Well, it yeah. In 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 issue one, they're alerted to the presence of the ray gun um, okay. because Edison has put a secret room uh, in the back of the Roosevelt room, and that's what ah. that's what alerts um, you know the the American government um, to the the presence of the gun. Oh, wow. um, so, oh, cool. so there is other tech that they could reverse engineer, um, you know, not just the ray gun, but Edison has made technology as well um, that can sense the gun. So, um, you know, who knows? There, there could be a lot out there. Oh, I like this. I like it a lot. Uh, so what's, uh, what's your advice for anyone out there who's looking to, like, you know, you know, go after their passion project like this? and you know write it down what's what, what would you would you say is your key piece of advice be be really passionate about the story you're working on mm. you know why 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 this story you know why 
if you're passionate about it, you're going to spend the money, the time and the effort to get it out there. Um, and probably the best advice I ever got was from Igor Corday almost 15 years ago uh, when I was showing him my scripts and he was ripping them apart. Um, and he, he said to me, Greg, just be patient, you know, be, be patient to get something out there into the, in, into the public's hands. It takes a long time and a lot of skill and a lot of effort. And I know now that, you know, those pitches that I was sending out 15 years ago weren't that good anymore. And at the time, I wanted to do it because I wanted to get published. I wanted to be a comic writer. And I think we could work through all the hardship to get Reagan out there because I really love this story and I really love Matthew and I love David and I love, I love, I love it when people talk to me about it after they've read it and they're like, geez, you know, this, this was fantastic. And I don't think um, if I wasn't as passionate about the actual work, I could have hung in there, you know, and, and hanging in there is something that um, I think a lot of people don't do. I think they give up. I think, I think they want to, they want to do things for the wrong reasons. And the, the reason has to be, you love comics and you want to make a good comic and you, you will know when you have it, you will know because you just, it's there all the time and, and you don't mind talking about it. And, you know, it's, it's, um, even after you know however many years you push and you pay and you you get a lot of negativity and bad things happen and you know you know you just you just want it out there because it's a good piece of work and you know it is and you you want to share it with the world so uh, you know don't give up and love what you do and you'll be able to do it that would be my advice and i can definitely tell this is a story that you wanted to see told also you know and yep. i can and that's that's a beautiful part of the creative process. So thank mm -hmm. you for that. That's great advice. Yeah, it's 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 great to hear because often I I when I think about it, I I feel like I should be. Sometimes I feel like I should be further along than than I am. Um, but I I I know that I just have to keep working at it each day, little by little. So your advice is 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 great. I I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, just keep pushing. Just keep doing your own work, and yeah, it'll happen. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so um, why don't we uh, why don't we bring this to a, to a close? Uh, Noah, do you uh, do you have any uh, any final thoughts or any any questions? No, I'm, I'm going to order the book and read all the way through it because uh, I, I have <laughs> uh, an all age an all age comic book is something I've been really interested in, and this one seems like something really quality. You know, that's that's of a lot of quality. So I'm excited to read the rest of it. I've only read the first couple of pages, but I'm excited to sit down and read the rest. Yeah, definitely. Definitely email me or hit me up on Twitter and, uh, you know, let me know what you think. And Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 I, I second that. I, uh, I am, I'm in for, for, for this volume. Uh, Greg, are you going to do any, any shows or conventions in the, in the U S to, to promote this? I know that that's quite a, quite a journey for you, but, uh, uh well, um, it's funny you say that. I, I know Arcana um, generally every year goes to San Diego Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Um, and so I'm kind of talking to them um, about maybe, you know, going and, uh, you know, helping them, you know, work the show and see if I can get on a few panels there. 
um, and, you know, help promote whatever, whatever I can do. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I would be, you know, able to do at this point. Yeah. Well, that'd be you, awesome. You would certainly be doing the, the granddaddy of all the cons then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never been, so I've, I've heard it's great. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Greg, if you would like to, do you want to list uh, where people can find you on the web and on social media? And we'll be sure to link those in our show notes. Uh, yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, I'm on Twitter. It's uh, Raygun at Gregory Shane. Um, Raygun comic at Gregory Shane. Uh, you can, I'm also, you know, you know, around um, social media. I mean, Twitter is my main thing. Um, mm -hmm. It can be quite toxic, but I have a really good following and I only follow people that are, you know, cool to me as well. So I, I try to stay away from the weirdness. Um, <laughs> you know, um, other than that, I think you can order the book. It's been solicited in previews a couple months ago, but um, they might resolicit it in previews again, depending on sales. Okay. Uh, I know you can pick it up online if you just Google Raygun Comic Arcana Comics. Um, there's a couple other vendors that um, are selling it. You can also, uh, you know, just email or order straight from Arcana Studios. Okay. Um, and yeah, you know, if anybody's out there listening and they want to connect on Twitter, um, yeah, connect with me. I'd be glad to talk to you uh, uh, about anything. Yeah. Yeah, and I would awesome. think anybody who has a uh, local comic book shop, if they uh, if they ask them to to place an order for them, if they don't have any copies, I'm sure the the shop would be they could find it. Yeah, yeah, be willing to do that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's that's going to do it for us. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. If you could uh, give us a a rating and review on iTunes, that would be uh, very helpful to help others find the show. And uh, we will be posting show notes uh, and images from Raygun on our social media. We are on Twitter at ConstructingCom. I'm sorry, ConstructComPod. We are on Instagram at ConstructingComics. And we are on Facebook at Facebook.com uh, forward slash ConstructingComics. And I'd like to thank everybody for listening. And I'd also like to thank Greg for being our guest tonight. Thank you. Oh, no, thank you, guys. Thank you very much.